Listener Production. Spread your jams and drizzle your syrups. Why is it so sticky? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, I've got to admit, I was a little cynical. <laughs> I was a little cynical about the Olympics this year. Yeah. And it has been the absolute best part of the last two weeks. And I am truly, and I mean this, truly sad to see it go. I tell you what, it was <laughs> it was sad. Farewell. I was waving the hanky at the TV screen <laughs> as it going on. I don't know how we're going to get through these two weeks until the Paralympics start, but um, we're going to hold on, going to keep going. And by doing a bit of All Day Breakfast with you, hopefully uh, that'll help us out for today. A very, very big show. Um, we're not only going to be getting a bit of clickfish from our wonderful producer, Bron, uh, but we're going to be chatting to these guys. Now, if we're talking about some of the biggest bops that have come out of our stereo systems over the past... What, seven years now since 2014 and that song came out, Busy Earning? Yeah. We are talking about Jungle and we are so excited to be chatting to Tom from that band all the way over in the UK. We might catch up with him, see how their COVID situation is going maybe and what they got plans for a big new album. Yeah, other than that, we'll be getting into our weekends in a moment. Uh, just a little uh, proviso. We didn't get up to much, but I'm sure we'll be able to come up with something. Hope you are well, whatever you're, you have been doing in your part of the world. This is... Is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Let's do it. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, I've been triggered, Alex Dyson. Uh oh. Did someone forget to put a warning on something? You know, I've mentioned that previously I've had an affliction with, uh, you know, poker machines. <laughs> you did used to. Uh... Go along and I used play the old, uh, the old cherry ju- jukebox. <laughs> I um, and I've had some, I've had some good days. I've had some dark days when it comes to winning and losing. You know, I've uh, let's just say I've gotten some carpet burn on the old knees, looking for dropped one dollar <laughs> coins in my time. <laughs> oh no, that's uh, yeah. that's one of the bad ones. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I remember it like yesterday, yeah. <laughs> 2007, just moved down to Sydney, sleeping on my sister's couch, didn't have a job, needed a, needed some good luck and uh, tell you what, didn't find much good luck underneath in the old pokey room of the King's Cross pub that I was in. Um, no, few do. <laughs> So I felt like I was back there, Alex Dyson. Yeah. On the weekend. What happened? You heard of COVIDQ.com? COVIDQ? Yeah. No? All right. So it's this website that's been set up. I mean, it's been all over some of the bigger news stories. So I'm not breaking news here. So it's it's a queue as in line up in a queue, not a queue as yeah. in like QAnon yeah. sort of thing. Because so, I, I don't want you getting into that sort of stuff, mate. No. <laughs> COVID Q as in Q for questions, <laughs> of which I have many <laughs> that the government refuses to answer. Um, yeah. No, no, trust me, I've been doing my own research. Yeah, good. 
Um, still yet to find anything at all controversial. Um, yeah. I don't know where people are doing their research. I've tried. I've I'd literally tried. Where on their there knees is- in the RSL pokies room, that's where they're doing their research. Researching whether there's anything usable underneath the bloody vendo. So it's this website that got set up because you know how our friend, okay, a friend of ours, I'm not going to name names, but they, they were like, boys, just signed up for Pfizer. Just got my Pfizer jab. Oh yeah, and I was like, "How how did that happen? You're not you're not eligible or anything." He's like, "No, not I didn't need to be um, eligible." Elderly friends, no. No, he was like, "No, I didn't need to be eligible." There's just I just checked a site, one of the places that's doing them. I gave them all the factual information. They just happened to have spots free. I got it. Told everyone at my work. Everyone tried to jump on. No one could get it. Mm. Right, and I was like, "God damn." Anyways, so this site, COVID Q's, got all, all these, you know. It's got all the appointments. It lists mm-hmm. all the available appointments. The thing is you need two for Pfizer. You need to book them both in at the same time. Gotcha. So this website just shows you which of the official government websites has appointments available. And it gives you a little ding when one pops up. Ding. <laughs> I'll say you got your push notifications turned on for this bad boy. Well, you just open. You just have the website open in the okay. background. Okay. Suddenly, you know, sure. you're making sausage rolls like Belle was doing over the weekend <laughs> for little Sophia's lunch. Suddenly, you hear a ding. You think oh. appointment. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Either, so either suddenly, the sausage rolls are just done in the oven, or uh... <laughs> <laughs> so suddenly you're looking at the website. Mm. You know, where's the appointment? Okay, one at Westmead. Oh, is there a second appointment available? No, there's not. All right, no worries. So you can't book the first. Keep your eye out. Ding. So then you go, oh, where's that one? Oh, St. Vincent's, okay. 19th of August, 7.45. Okay, okay. Let's see if a second one pops up. No, it doesn't. Suddenly, ding, ding. You're like, oh, you jump on. Typing furiously. Signing up. Putting your details in. Go to register. Gone. Absolutely gone. Yep. Belle and I have both got the websites up. I got my (laughs) phone up. We've got multiple tabs. We've pre-registered. We're ready to go. And I thought, I'm back there. <laughs> I am back at the pub in King's Cross on my knees. <laughs> Mate, scrounging. What you need to do for a dropped jab is just go, you know, a different way to make money. Okay. A secure way. It's not going to be flashy. It's not going to be fast. Okay. But what you need is to go and get your AstraZeneca shot. Okay, because instead of winning a big payload, it's just it's just honest, good, honest work, isn't it? It's just good, <laughs> honest work. Well, are you out there just scrabbling? If I wanted to get my hands dirty, I bloody would have <laughs> would have done job. my apprenticeship twenty years ago. <laughs> well, many have in Victoria. Um, Chief Health Officer Breast Sutton saying, "Hey, if I was twenty of twenty five year old, he has done his two jabs of AstraZeneca as a." 40-something-year-old, but if he was 25, he'd go out and get it get it now, which is good because, um, yeah, it is very rare, those instances. Coverage is pretty much bang on the same. I got a booking, by the way. Oh, you did? Thanks two, for asking. Two of them? Yeah. So there you go. Great. 2027, but um, it should be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I had my own little interaction. I was stuck at home, as um, 16 million of you also were, and... Um, just browsing the feed, and I'm following the Today Show. Now, some f- friends ask me, why do you follow the Today Show? Well, you know, our old pal Brooke Brony on the Today Show. Also, I um, was a weatherman for one weekend. 
Uh, they never called mm. me back, but I did the weather on the TV for the Today Show one weekend. So good to be following it. And um, Lots of whispers still around the studios, Channel 9. Mm. Best one ever. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. That is exactly I've heard, what I thought. <laughs> I've heard lots of whispers, like the howling winds. A little bit too good is what they said. That's why they couldn't get me back. But um, <laughs> Too much money. That's what they needed to fork out for me. But... Um, so they just posted the numbers and record numbers in New South Wales over the weekend, going the wrong direction, but um, it was up there. And this person commented under it, calm down, everyone, because people are going, oh, this is outrageous, you know, it's gotten too hard, we locked down too late, where are these vaccines, you know, the, the usual. This person said, calm down, everyone. It is just a scare tactic. 99.5% of these people have mild symptoms and more likely have the normal old flu, as it has been stated, that the PCR test cut differentiate between COVID and the flu Three clown emojis, calm down, exclamation marks. Now, surprisingly, I didn't have much to do on the weekend because I usually oh, just keep no, on scrolling. Don't, don't, I usually don't. just keep on scrolling. But. You know, you judge me for sitting on the floor of the King's <laughs> some pub in King's Cross. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're out in the in the main bar, but he's swinging with some clowns in the... <laughs> <laughs> the TAB just having a go. Oh, there you go. Having some arguments. Swinging with the, some uh, clowns on the dance floor. Eh? The, the bistro. Um, <laughs> so I'll sit. They didn't have much to do. So. Seven up knuckle and- sandwiches in the bistro. <laughs> <laughs> and look, look. And they're quite annoying because record cases. And on one particular day, five deaths from COVID. So opened up the comment and I replied to this person and said, um, I said, exactly. Those five people just had a mild case of death on the weekend. <laughs> okay, no, I started doing a few Which, numbers. Shout on that out comment. to them. Look, I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't want to joke about well, the that's, situation. That's showing how serious it is. You can't have a yeah. mild case of death. It is awful. These people have lost their lives. This is absolutely yeah. awful. And yeah. someone on the comment saying, "Calm down. It's just scare tactics." You know, that's outrageous. Yeah. Five people died in a single day in that one. And it's it's twenty nine or so since this um, particular outbreak in New South Wales has begun. So anyway, um, I thought that was the the knockout blow. I thought that knuckle sandwich would... Oh, um, my God. There is no knockout blow. (laughs) These clowns on the internet are like those, you know, those inflatable things that just fall down and bounce back (laughs) up again. (laughs) No matter how much you punch. The wild, wacky, crazy, inflatable arm people. I'm back. I'm back. Well, this is, I don't know, because of everything I could have anticipated that they would say back to that... I did not think that this is what they would have said back. It's just bewildering that this is where it is. They said at A.E. Dyson, people die all the time, mate. Settle down. It's a fact of life. I've had family members with COVID. They described it as a really bad flu. One died. She was over 70. She lived a good full life. No one lives forever, for F's sake. (laughs) It's life. We can't be locked down forever because of this daily advertising campaign. People effing die. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. It's a scare tactic. It's a mild <laughs> flu. Is- That's what my family told me. Sure, one of them died, but she was over 70. Also, I, yeah. 70 is not that it's old. It's not that old. It's, it's not like that old. There's- there's still yeah. Sophia, I would hope, will be graduating from university. Yeah, 
when that person could still be alive. Yeah, and if it was 70, well, they would have had till 75. That's five wonderful years. <laughs> <laughs> but they they were flippant with their own family member's death. I couldn't I couldn't really believe it. I said, oh, I'm very sorry for your loss. Um, yeah, I, had, <laughs> I didn't anticipate. <laughs> wow, I didn't anticipate really turned it on you, didn't Someone who was describing it as scare <laughs> tactics um, would have said something, I'm genuinely sorry for your loss. I'm going to be staying home so that you and other people don't lose loved ones prematurely. Um, but that was my <laughs> weekend locked in, Matt. So it's been a, it's been a good old... Good old weekend time for everyone. Go get vaccinated. Let's get out of it. Is that sure, is that what we'll end it hey, on? Hey, look, I'm gonna. I've I've booked in, but I'm just if so, if I have to go sooner, I have to go sooner. That's life. Coffee, yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Yes, it's a big hello to our uh, incredible producer, Bronwyn, uh, in the studio to give us a little bit of Clickfish action. G'day, Bron. Hello. First and foremost, how you how you feeling after the weekend? You would have been up late watching your boy, Andrew Gaze. Crying absolutely on the TV. Shed a tear, didn't he? Stoked at the Boomers having a win. He was, what a legend. What a legend of the sport. It was very wholesome content. And, yeah, Paddy Mills, legend. I don't know the rest. I don't know any other team member's <laughs> name, but good on them. <laughs> Did so good. I was watching the high jump. I'm a high jump person. Oh, that was great too. Nicole McDermott. Oh, incredible as well. So That's good. It. Man. But, Bron, the important stuff is not what we're here to talk about. No. So uh, let's see what you've been clicking on that we've had a slight interest in but have had too good a morals to actually get into it. So this first headline is Katy Perry glows in skin-tight dress as she prepares for exciting baby news. That's from hellomagazine.com. <laughs> oh, starting strong here, Bron. Going out hard in the 1,500 yeah. metres. So um, is uh, is she expecting a baby? So, yeah, exciting baby news, glowing in a skin-tight dress. It could only mean one thing, right? Yes, that's what you'd assume. No, it means her baby from last year, is turning one on the 26th of August. So the glowing baby news is that a baby is a, becoming a slightly older baby. Yes. But that's not <laughs> In new, a few like, weeks' that's not time. News. That is literally life. Mm. That's life. <laughs> <laughs> no, hello. <laughs> hello Sorry. magazine, not that's yeah, life hello, magazine. Hello, no, not that other one, yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Was the article about the fact that she was glowing or was it about that the baby was turning one or was it a combination of it all? It was one of those things where Katy Perry was in a nice dress and they thought, we need to make an, <laughs> an article out of this. So she was at she was in Capri with um, Orlando Bloom, who's her husband, and their baby, Daisy Dove. Um, and yeah. Daisy, Daisy Dove Bloom or Perry? I Daisy bought- Dove Perry Bloom? Perhaps. I think, I don't know. I just know her as Daisy Dove. I don't know if it's a hyphen. Oh. I think Bloom would be a, like a Daisy Dove Daisy Bloom. Bloom. That works. That's like a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? What else have you been clicking on, Bron? So this is Congra- from- Happy birthday to Daisy Daisy Bloom, by the way. Daisy Dove. It's on the 26th of August. So What? That's ages away. I know. Oh. She's not dressing up for her kid's first birthday yet. 
As if a birthday glow would start a month out. That's unbelievable. <laughs> All right, she'd Bron. be too stressed. I've seen <laughs> I've seen most parents before their first year old party. It's an absolute yeah. nightmare. You got icing all over your face. You you you're worried about who's going to turn up and bring their snotty, annoying kids with them. Oh, it's a, it's absolute. Horror no. chest. We'll say goodbye to that hello story. Uh, <laughs> on to the next one, Tate, please, Bron. So this is from MASH.com, headline, The Real Reason Paris Hilton Wears Gloves for Cooking with Paris. <laughs> okay. Wow. So what's Cooking with Paris? So it's a new Netflix show where Paris Hilton cooks with, um, like, other celebrity guests. Okay. And it's very good bad content. <laughs> Have you watched it? I've seen the first three episodes. It's very. It was very fun. I, I enjoyed it. I think I it. saw a snippet where she didn't know what tongs were. Yes, or a whisk. <laughs> and she's been struck. I'm what? only up to episode three. <laughs> yeah. She's broken the blender three times. <laughs> it's good wow. stuff. Because I think the one I saw, Kim Kardashian is like, oh, now we need some tongs. And Paris Hilton's like, what are tongs? <laughs> Is it because she doesn't know how to cook? Of course she doesn't. Why would she have needed to cook at all? <laughs> I don't know. Something to do. Like, what do you do when you're that rich? Surely cooking is one of the things. Well, she's trying to learn. The whole premise is she's trying to learn before she starts her family. Oh, right. Um, so is she need... pregnant? No, that's another. She's glowing, though. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's recently engaged. Okay. So, on the way. Um. So, yeah. So, the reason that... She um, wears gloves during her cooking is explained in this YouTube video from a year ago. Okay, I'm going to get another piece of cheese because I'm scared. I'm going to start grinding my fingers off. That's why I wear my chef gloves. They're usually for sliving. She's scared of grinding her fingers off when she grates cheese. The thing, yeah, because she doesn't want to cut her fingers off. The thing is, though, they're mostly always fingerless gloves. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Well, that's because they, they didn't start like that. They they ended up like that because they hit the grater too many times. So it's, they've actually worked. And also, if you're wondering what sliving is, it's a combination of slaying and living, and she <laughs> trademarked it last year. Oh, man, that's the best. I love Harrison. Good on her, honestly. She's great. She's right. very, very good. All right, Bron, we've got time for one more. Let's hit it. I mean, we're co-stars. Oh, House yeah. of Wax. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, give her a call, so ask you when they need you in makeup. Another DM. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't slid into Paris's DMs, actually. Yeah, you should. All, the, all of we your should give it, We should send her some Matt and Alex um, shredding gloves. <laughs> That's the new merch item. Grating gloves. Matt and Alex grating gloves. That'd be pretty good. All right, Bron, one more. Um, this is from Mirror UK. The headline, Nutella fans are losing their minds after learning the correct way to eat the spread. Look, when I was growing up, you got a little tub, or like a tiny, tiny little plastic tub of the stuff, and they, and with it came a little plastic stick. Little stick even, thing. They didn't even bother <laughs> making it into a spoon or some kind well, of thing. Because, they, just, they, just, they knew that what you didn't pick up would just end up getting scooped up with your tongue anyway. I mean, you, you just you were ramming your mouth right into that thing. Absolutely despicable. What, what is the correct way, Bron? So a guy Sandwich? posted on Reddit and said, if you take only from the centre of the Nutella jar, don't scoop around the sides, mm. that the thickness of the Nutella will collapse in on itself and clean the jar. So you don't get the weird scrapes you get normally if you go around with a knife. You just let Do it you know collapse what? in. I, okay, if that's true, I pay that. I, that could almost be on a mind blown. I'd be pretty impressed by that. <laughs> so, I don't know. Look, I don't know if... 
anyone I know is eating that much Nutella. <laughs> um, I, I've literally never seen, I've never been to anyone's house and I'm like, oh, they're like, hey, check out my Nutella jar. I've just never seen it. Do you <laughs> eat that much Nutella? Nah. So you, no. the idea is to create a Nutella sinkhole yes. down the middle and then the edges will fall in on itself, taking the whole wall down with it. Exactly. <sighs> That's the correct way. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> look, I'll, I'll pay that as well. That's pretty good. Okay. I don't if know you if get to works. the bottom and it doesn't collapse, what do you what do? You do? He said then you only need to worry about the bottom. You don't need to... The whole way you're making your way down the jar, it's fine, and then you start scooping the bottom. Do you reckon this guy just did that? Like it was just a, it was an accident. He said it's a trick his girlfriend taught him. This wow. is from a Reddit thread. I really tried hard this week not to make them from TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Brian, you've done very, very well, and we know you've done very, very well when everything is very, very poor. So thank you very much for that, and we will catch you next time on ClickFish. Thank you. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Well, Matt, this week we are in need of some good vibes. And I tell you what, there are a few people out there who bring better vibes than the dudes from Jungle, the incredible band out of the UK who I've had a big boogie to at Splendour in the Grass before. And I cannot wait to uh, be listening to their brand new music, which does come out very, very soon here in Australia. Here's a little bit of a supercut of what you can expect from the dudes from Jungle. Exactly what we need right now. The new album is called Loving in Stereo and to tell us all about it, Tom McFarlane from Jungle, live from the UK. How are you, man? I'm good, guys. How are you doing? Oh, oh look, look we're hanging our, in there, mate. Uh, our country is plunging into <laughs> lockdown. You guys are on the opposite end. You're coming out of it. How does it feel emerging from the darkness? Um, I mean, it's a mixed bag of emotions. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I'm obviously, obviously, it's nice to be able to go to a pub again and have a beer with your mates, but um, I just don't know whether they've pulled the trigger too early, man. We'll wait and see. It is one of those things that I think the world is looking to England to see whether this is going to work and whether it's possible. Are you still nervous when you're outside? Do you still feel cautious? Are there, you know, sort of things that you wish were still restricted? Like I still don't love. I'm, I'm, I'm off handshakes. I don't think I, I don't think I need handshakes anymore. You know? Handshake, handshakes are a really weird one. And also I find myself hugging people, but like you move your face really far away from them yeah. now. So it's, just, so it's just like the furthest part of your shoulder touching the furthest part of their shoulder. That's sort of like what a hug is now. Definitely. Um, but no, look, I'm, I'm definitely still going to, I mean, I, I, I don't know why I haven't been wearing a mask on public transport pre-pandemic because it's probably just generally a good idea anyway. Do you know what I mean? When you're on the tube with like 500 other people, you don't know what their kids have brought home from the nursery that, the, the, the night before. 
and you're like crammed in with that sweaty armpit in your no- in your nostril. Absolutely. So I'm definitely I'm definitely still going to mask up on public transport, and I would highly suggest that everyone yeah. else does too. Let's keep but, that um, that rolling as we uh, we move into this COVID normal. But man, you've managed to make some new music in uh, these ridiculous uh, occasions. Not only that, you've managed to make it good, which is always a challenge, and you've also managed to make it uplifting and positive. How have you done it, Tom? Well, I think like what well, I mean, like the truth is that we actually wrote it pre-pandemic when we were a lot happier. That's his we secret. <laughs> I knew there was a secret to it. <laughs> um, but it's kind of cool, man. Like, look, we made the record in like the back end of 2018, 2019, and to sort of come back to it six months, eight months later, and for it to be even more relevant and still be good. Do you know what I mean? I think the mm. worry was is that we'd sort of like leave it and then come back to it and go, eh, it doesn't feel relevant to us anymore, or like it doesn't feel like as fresh as it could, but I think it's just testament to to the energy that we've put into this record and and, and how it sounds that we came back to it and we still love it. And, and, and yeah, like it's kind of just quite faithful that it's even more super relevant to everyone around the world these days. That's so good, man, because yeah. I'm sure like heaps of musicians, we know so many in Australia who are in a similar boat, things happen and the record companies, whether it's labels or distributors or, you know, the, the promoters or those kind of things, it's like everyone hold. We're going to wait for this to all blow over and then we're going to launch it back in. The problem being, it becomes less relevant to you as an artist and also when it, it's time to go, every single other artist in the world is going at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how do you, yeah, how do you um, negotiate those sort of times? Well, I think like we're obviously working on our own label now. So we're sort of the masters of our own destiny in that sense. And Awesome. I think for us, like the fourth dimension of jungle is the live experience. And I think that we, look, we could have released the record in 2020. It was there, it was ready to go, but we just knew that our fans deserved to experience it in, in, in a different way to just listening to it on record and seeing the videos. You know what I mean? Obviously the way it sounds and the visuals that we put behind it is a huge part of what jungle is, but yeah, that, that fan experience, that fourth dimension is so important to us and, and so important to our fans that we didn't want to, we didn't want to like skip that for them. So you know, we sat on it and held held on the record, which was like it was a it was a risk, definitely for sure. As you said, like you come back to it, couldn't feel it could could have not felt relevant, could have not felt fresh, and we're just super lucky that it did. Well, I mean, when we caught you just before we uh, pressed record on this chat, uh, you were mentioning that you have been rehearsing. You've been up all night rehearsing, or up yesterday rehearsing. Uh, are you excited to be, you know, I guess getting the band back together? <laughs> Is this kind of the first opportunity to get back on a stage? And and what are you doing differently? I guess. Yeah, yeah. So um, we've actually got our first show, just like the, the the album comes out on the 13th of August. And we've got like a, a matinee and an evening performance at this like record store that does sort of pre-album release parties on the 12th. So that'll be the first gig, really. And um, yeah, a bit of a change in lineup this year. Um, a couple of the guys decided to go off and do their own thing and, and start their own careers as solo artists. Mm-hmm. And you know, like amazing that we had those those two campaigns with the band that we had. But, you know, we freshened it up this time around. A couple of new guys, drummers still there, obviously, because drummers just hang around and <laughs> stick around like bad sure. smells. Also, also the best advice I, I the best advice I've ever been given was like never ever change your drummer. Just oh, like whatever really? you do. Oh, okay. Whatever he does, 
never change your drummer. So George, um, you're not listening, but uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure George will be a fan of Matt and Alex all day. Yeah, you never know. You, you never, never know. George got a few listening. listeners in the UK. There's no one worries about that. Maybe, maybe he's one of the maybe he's one of the rare beautiful few that does them. I'm sure, uh, yeah, sure. He's, 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 he's here to stay. Every, everyone else is just a, it's just like flotsam, really. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, it's such a it's a beautiful flotsam when it all comes together. I mean, your vocal harmonies, the the instrumentation coming together. How much rust was there because it's such an intricate live show how what how difficult was it to get yourself back in the uh, the live mindset i mean the rust is real man like you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're stood there in front of your keyboard and you've got like five other people in front of you who are looking to you for <laughs> some inspiration and you're just like i can't even i can't even remember how to play the heat do you know what i mean yeah. i'm just like standing and looking at my looking at my keyboard going like yeah. what what was I doing? Does someone play straight? the police sirens live in the heat? Still gonna bring the heat. How do you do the um how do you do that? <laughs> I've got like a big sample pad and so oh, a lot really? of the Foley and all of those like weird little samples that obviously we can't recreate live. I mean you can't have a for police sure. car on stage yeah. just for one song. <laughs> but um so so I've got like a like a like a massive sample pad for every song that I'm just sort of like trying to trigger in the way yeah. that they come on the record, essentially. <laughs> Well, look, um, we, you also mentioned the visuals that have come out with the last three uh, tracks, the, the three um, singles that you've dropped so far. And uh, I noticed that someone on Instagram mentioned that they are working kind of together to tell a bit of a story because um, they're beautiful, mostly one shot, all choreographed. They feature the same dancers. Is there a story being told through these three singles that have come out so far? Or is that just, uh, you just like working with the same dancers, just like drummers? So there's not necessarily- Never change your dancer. Never change your dancer. Never change your dancers. Also never do something that isn't a dance video because yeah. I mean, they just rock, right? So, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, there isn't necessarily like a story. We, we, we actually managed to make 14 videos. So there's a, there's a video for every track on this record. Sorry, 14? Um, <laughs> Yeah, and and then, wait, can I just ask? Because your your bandmate Josh uh, Josh Lloyd J Lloyd uh, yeah, puts yeah. together, yeah. directs a lot of these videos and sometimes co-directs them. Um, it does lead me to ask if they're putting together fourteen videos. What exactly are you bringing to the table? <laughs> Good vibes. That's the on set, I'm the vibe man on set. Yeah, um, yeah it's a bit like Matt on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just here for the vibes, yeah. baby. Um, actually, on the first videos that we made, I was I was in charge of catering, so I was supplying all the sandwiches, the drinks, beverages, oh. like keeping everyone energized, keeping up, you know, bit of set, bit of set design. The video for the heat when those guys are roller skating under that like motorway underpass. I was there with a broom for like three hours, sweeping it meticulously. So there weren't any bits of like glass that they were going to trip up on. Any bar? So generally, like dog's body, vibe master. No, no. I've called myself a vibe curator <laughs> in the past, Tom. So um, yeah, I know exactly I where you're coming from. It's a legitimate from. title, man. Like, absolutely, I've seen it on LinkedIn, man. It exists. That's so good. Fourteen videos is absolutely incredible is that is this one of those things that you kind of feel grateful for having this covid period to really dedicate that much time to have supporting material 100 well, i mean like for, like for a start we wouldn't have got the cast together that we did because those guys are on tour with like huge pop acts normally so mm-hmm. they're off with like your zara larson's your beyonce's like you know every time there's like a big award show on the tv and there's someone with dancers like 
that's our guys. Do you know what I mean? They're just at the top of their game. So we actually found this beautiful five-day period in February where we could get them all together on this in the same sort of like location. Um, and we sort of created, tested everyone, created a bubble, um, had a big crew, and yeah, shot 14 videos in five days. So we had two two or three hours per video, basically. Oh my god, um, that is incredible! Is there a film on the way? Uh, there is like there's going to be a full length like addition, yeah. So you'll be able to like sit there on on YouTube and watch. Over what in terms of like backstage stuff? Well, no, I mean like not just to you know to match your songs. I mean with your skill set between you guys, I could just imagine there being an actual jungle, like a, f- a feature length, so maybe. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like filming jungle stuff. the musical. Do you know what? <laughs> it's funny because actually we've always wanted to make a musical, so you never know. Maybe there's oh! just this like. Bro, I mean, musical coming your way. I tell you what, I'm sure you'll talk to Triple J, our old stomping ground Triple J, uh, recently. And I've always, I always wanted to make Triple J the musical and talk about all the, the bands and the presenters and get bands to be part of the, the acts and that sort of thing. So write a See, song for I them, was, get that. Happening. I was, uh, I always wanted to make NRL the hip hopera, um, which was <laughs> NRL is our is our rugby league, um, league competition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. You could maybe do the jungle. Do you guys into like Premier mate, League could, or something? Mate, <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole opera to be made out of just like the state of origin game alone. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they always say there's no better theatre. Guys with moustaches and mullets beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> That's it. Oh, Tom from Jungle. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Thank you so much for providing us with this album, Loving in Stereo. It is out on August 13. So make sure you're tuning in to the uh, the new music from Jungle, guaranteed to make you feel a little bit better, uh, which is brilliant. Thank you so much, Tom. Hopefully we'll see you out here again soon. Uh, get your vaccine passport, get on a plane and uh, get out here and uh, hang out with us again. It'll be awesome, bro. Sounds good, guys. Thanks very much. Have a great night. So, Matt, I decided to go for a run again back on the horse. Oh, mate. Me being the horse. Do you know, <laughs> I, I, played, I played tennis on the weekend and uh, huge regrets. Really? I am hurting. Goodness me. I didn't realise tennis was an essential service up there. Well, two people can exercise, right? Just following the uh, rules. Josh and you, mate. Josh and you. <laughs> How was your... How was your form? Good forehand? I got a little bit scared about touching the balls, you know, like every time I picked up the balls, I was like, yeah, oh, it's COVID. Um, not playing doubles, I hope. So no, God, no, you can't. You're not allowed to. That You're mm. only allowed to play singles. Table tennis, that's the problem. Yeah. Well, that's two super you spreader events pl- waiting to happen. You cough playing table tennis and that's, yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. Absolutely. But um, in order to do that, you know, the, the thing is if you – go for a run and don't record it, did it even happen? You know, did you even get fitter? Did your body even exercise? I wonder the same about vaccines. (laughs) What do you mean? Like if you don't post it on Insta. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) Is it even effective? Like is that the kind of once you pest upload, then it's like then the the immune system kicks in. Oh, it's very true. But anyway, in order to do that, uh, busting out the old smartwatch, right? So that's been on. Took about an hour and a half to set up. You want to give a little pluggy for the watch? No, <laughs> not particularly. <laughs> because I've got. Right, a, I mean, I thought you. Because I've got a gripe with the watch. Because it's oh, out there. It does okay, all the yeah, things. Fine, fine. Let's fine. not name names then. All right. What do you got? Well, you fine, hit, fine, fine. Hit up Uncle Matt. Well, you've got all these issue, things. Mate? You know, you fill your rings in. You've got all this stuff. But there's one function which I didn't turn on. 
okay. But you, your wrist buzzes when you get a text, when you get an update or something like that. But there's also a function on there which is meant to help you with your relaxation, okay? I get a buzz on my wrist. I'm like, oh, someone's texting me. Someone's nice. Look down at my watch, little blue screen that says, breathe. <laughs> and it is the most infuriating thing. <laughs> <laughs> To have your phone telling you, because I'm not sure if it's related to heart rate or it's like they can sense that it's, oh, it's a bit faster now, just trying to tell you to breathe. But when I, if it is, it's usually like when I'm a little bit annoyed already and I'm like, I get a text, look down, breathe. Oh, my and I'm God. Like, Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> You're a watch. You don't, ha- you don't know me. What okay? do you mean breathe? <laughs> I'm trying to say- And so it has the absolute opposite effect on me that it's trying to do. So I'm going to get in there and figure out how to turn this thing off because I tell you what, it's, it's helping me breathe. It's starting to tick you off. Helping me breathe fire. That- it's what's helping me Pun do. Pun intended. It's trying to tick you off. Is that? <laughs> yes, it is. So I don't know what's going on there, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Does it give you any other suggestions? <laughs> I'm in it now. It's saying spin the wheel to change duration. One minute, seven breaths. Two minute, 14 breaths. I don't want any. How do you turn it off? Do you know what? I reckon there's probably a microphone in that watch and, and I'm almost certain that you could have some setting that every single time it heard the op- the op- the crackle of an opening of a bag of chips, <laughs> the watch would go, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, well, that'd be more thing. I'm here now trying to figure it out. It said your breathe session was interrupted so far today, zero minutes. Breathe again. I don't want to breathe again. How do I it stop give breathing? You, it should give you heaps of really useful tips. Like it notices you're quite frazzled and um, and like that you're sort of starting to puff and then it just gives you a message that says, well, where did you last put them? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or you just for everything. Like you just say you're, you're playing cricket and you're bowling and you bowl. You get hit for six. The next one is, just pops up a notification. Just get them out next time. Like, well, I'm trying to do that. Thank you. Just bowl it on the stumps. All right. Yeah. Fine. Anyway. Um, well, smartwatches, a bit too smart for their own good, aren't they? Yeah, unbelievable. I remember trying to download, I was writing scripts um, and and my, and my I couldn't download them. And and I was tr- kept trying to download it from my, from my browser and it just mm. said, no, nah, you can't. And I'm, I've been writing these scripts for days, literally days. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, time to send them off to my producers. No, nah, won't let you download. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And I go into like my security settings and it's like Google doesn't trust this location. I'm like, it's me. <laughs> I wrote everything here. Get, let me have my stuff. So let us know. When's your technology cost you? Mm. When's the technology backfired? At matt.n.alex. And look, that brings us to the end of a very, very big episode of All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today. Honestly, an absolute pleasure. And uh, thank you very much to Tom from Jungle for chilling as well. Very nice dude. Oh, so great to have a chat. And also, thank you very much to Bron for clicking all those (laughs) clicks that we uh, didn't want to over the weekend. Uh, Please let us know if there's anything that you hear on today's show that you can relate to. Hit us up at matt.and.alex. Maybe you're at one of the, the vaccine clinics, you know, that I saw just around the corner from my house. 
line all the mm. way around the corner. If you've got a story about your experience, then let us know. We always want to hear from you, no matter what it's about. We have been Matt and Alex, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.